Hello and welcome to Time Out with Rita. Today we'll be talking about Thanksgiving, a holiday very near and dear to the American people. Oh, but wait, first some jokes. Here's the first one. Can a turkey jump higher than the Empire State Building? Of course it can. Buildings can't jump. Oh, okay, here's another one. What side of the turkey has the most feathers? The outside of the turkey. Oh, what kind of weather does a turkey like? A turkey likes foul weather, of course. Okay, my family told me to quit telling Thanksgiving jokes, and I told them I couldn't quit cold turkey. Oh, well, okay. Thanksgiving is about a whole lot more than just turkey. Even though a lot of people say, instead of Happy Thanksgiving, they say Happy Turkey Day. It's so important that I thought we would dedicate today's podcast to Thanksgiving. I invited Dr. Jeannie Angel to come and talk to us today and answer some of our questions. Like, how did Thanksgiving start? What is it for? How do we celebrate it? And more. Time Out with Rita is brought to you by Act Two Educational Consultants, a consortium of professionals from across the USA offering their skills, experience, and expertise to help you reach your teaching and learning goals. Hi, Ginny. How are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you, Rita? Oh, I'm I'm good. I'm really happy to have you on our our Thanksgiving podcast today, Jeannie. I am. I, so, I am too. Oh, when I found out you were such a fan of Thanksgiving, <laughs> which I am also, I knew you would be. I knew you'd be perfect. <laughs> um, Jeannie, uh, before before we go on about Thanksgiving, one of the things that I've I'd like to do for the listeners is have them hear people's English from different parts of the United States and okay. and even abroad eventually. But I think maybe our listeners are going to notice that your English is just a little different than the English that here in Wisconsin. So I'm wondering if you would tell them where you're from originally okay. and where you've lived both in and out of the United States, because I know you have moved a lot. Yes. <laughs> Okay. Maybe so, too much. I don't know. Yeah, too much maybe. But anyway, I'm originally from Wakefield, Massachusetts, which is a suburb of Boston, the capital of Massachusetts, one of the original 13 colonies. And I lived there until I went to college in Maine. And then um, after that, I started, I lived in Mexico. I studied um, at the University of the Americas, La Universidad de las Americas. And then um, from there, I've moved a lot. I moved I've lived in, I won't remember every place, but I've lived in Texas, Michigan, um, Missouri, Alabama, um, Iowa. We lived in Iowa for 12 years. That's the longest time. And then we moved to Georgia where we live now. And we've lived here now 
a little over 13 years. So this is actually the longest we've lived anywhere. But we've lived quite a bit of places. <laughs> and I lived so in your English. So your English is a conglomeration of accents. It's a conglomeration. And according to one of my brothers, I have four brothers, and one of my brothers said, you don't sound like yourself. And I said, well, I think a lot of it is because I taught um, English to speakers of other languages for many, many years. And I know that I slowed down my speech and I flattened my accent, but it wasn't on purpose. It wasn't something I knew I was doing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm sure our listeners will appreciate that. <laughs> I um, do try to yeah. talk. I do talk fast, though. Oh, I do, too. And I have to I have to pull <laughs> myself back once in a while when I get excited. Now, you mentioned being from Massachusetts, one of the original 13 colonies. Yes. Massachusetts is on the Atlantic. It's on the eastern coast. Yes. And being one of the 13 colonies, there's a lot of history there. So that was one of the reasons I was I was excited about talking to you about Thanksgiving, Mm -hmm. because I thought your take on it might be a little different. Mm-hmm. Having been exposed to so many of the, the revolutionary sites and the original mm-hmm. colonies and mm-hmm. all that. Um, so I'm wondering before I, I want to hear about how your celebrations were as a child and, and okay. kind of how they have evolved. But before we do that, if you would be so kind as to maybe tell our listeners something about the history of of Thanksgiving in the United States, like maybe where it started okay, and, and, you know, how it's changed into the holiday that we celebrate today. Okay. Um, well, it's it, originally, there were a group of settlers from England who, um, who left England. Some were looking for religious freedom, the ability to practice their religion in a way that had been not allowed in England. Others were looking to, you know, to go to the what was called the New World, to buy land, to make money. They were coming for opportunity. So it was a mixed group of people. They, uh, it took them about um, a little over two months to sail, and their goal was to go to New York, to the Hudson River, which is a huge river. But they missed, and they ended up several hundred miles, well, hundred miles north. Um, on Plymouth, which is a peninsula. It's the little arm that comes out. It's at by the arm that comes out on Massachusetts, if you look at a map. And that's where they landed in 1620. They landed towards in the beginning of the fall and um, they didn't have time. They built, you know, simple housing and things like that. They had a little, a group of people. Uh, they had a leader and they, um, and they had a very, very brutal winter. And people died, a lot of people Mayflower because they didn't have good housing. And it was, of course, cold, a lot colder than it is in England. And so many people died that first winter. And then in 1621, they had, it, they had good weather. They had an excellent crop. They had a great harvest. They had been, fre- they had been friended by two native peoples. Um, one was one was named Squanto and another was named Massasoit. And both of them had learned English, one one being one having been a slave and then was freed. But um, but anyway, they approached the uh, pilgrims as they were called 
and um, and they became friendly and they began to trade crops and um, uh, you know hunting mm-hmm. when they would go hunt they trade the meat and so um, they decided that they'd have the, they had a great harvest and they decided to have a celebration a celebratory meal and they invited the Wampanoag that was the group of native peoples the Wampanoag community to join them for it and they they had foods that we don't typically eat on Thanksgiving anymore such as seal which is a a water animal and lobster which many people love to eat lobster but we don't we eat it in the summer mostly but anyway so and they would have just foods from that they grew the crops that they grew and and shared together so and it was for them it was a religious tradition of giving thanks for the good harvest and harvest celebrations are ancient they, many many cultures have uh, very long standing traditions of celebrations during harvest time because you know the crops are dependent on the sun and the rain and the quality of the soil and so not every year is good and so they celebrate when they have a they have a thanksgiving celebration and that was that was how the uh, tradition began um and somehow it spread through the colonies i guess but um anyway yeah wow so so is it a religious holiday that we celebrate every year well it started as a religious holiday as 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 they are and were uh, in many other parts of the world as a way of giving thanks to the creator or, or to god or whatever the name is that people have um for the good harvest and you know for the for the conditions that created that good harvest so it started that way but over the years i would say that it's more of um it's more of just a traditional holiday and a family and and friends holiday right yeah right and is it a is it a federal holiday is it a a holiday yes. on um, calendar as part of the government um well it is now it was it was practiced you know kind of informally in different places and um in 1863 which was during the civil war and abraham lincoln was president a woman petitioned him to have it made a holiday to to declare it as a federal holiday so that year was the first year that it was celebrated as a federal tradition and over time there was talk about moving it to a different date but it has stuck as the 4th Thursday of November so it's a holiday that the date changes every year but um it's always on Thursday always on the 4th Thursday of November and sometimes that's your birthday right yes this year it's my birthday <laughs> yes. so you yeah. have two reasons to celebrate yes i love it Now I have four questions I'm going to ask you based on the first part of our podcast. Number 1. What state 
is Dr. Angel from originally? Number two, is Massachusetts one of the original 13 colonies, 14 colonies, or 16 colonies? Number three, who was president in 1863 who declared Thanksgiving a national holiday? Number four, when is Thanksgiving celebrated each year in the United States? Now, the answer to these questions will be at the end of our podcast. Well, Judy, what, what does Thanksgiving bring into mind um, when, when you think of growing up and the traditions that your family had? And then, you know, maybe how you've continued the tradition with your own family as, as a mother. Yeah, um, thank you. Um, I grew up and I have, my mom has two sisters and a brother. And we celebrated every single Thanksgiving at one or the other house. We kind of rotated among the four families. My uncle's family moved to California, so then it was just my mom and two sisters. And so when it was at my house, my, my mom would get the biggest turkey she could find. So, some, so it would often be a 30-pound turkey. Wow. I mean, it was huge. And she would, she would actually not go to bed. She would put it in the oven about 11.30 or midnight mm -hmm. and start it cooking. And it would, you know, as a child, I would wake up to the smell of this turkey. It was incredible. Um, and then she would bake certain side dishes. We always had mashed potatoes. We always had um, green bean casserole. Um, and then in the in the northeast, one of they a lot of people make fruit gelatin salads. Uh -huh. So there there would be you know a gelatin salad or two or three. And then um, uh, then we would after after we would have our meal with rolls. My one of my mom's sisters made homemade rolls. She made fresh just dinner rolls, and then she also made like sweet pecan rolls. Mm. So pretty good so mm -hmm. we would you know, eat our fill and that would be we would have a simple breakfast and then we would eat around three o'clock in the afternoon so it was it was sort of between lunch and dinner time and then we would clean all of the girls and the women would clean everything up <laughs> and, and um and you know we'd have every the kitchen all cleaned up and then Around six or seven, all of the pies would come out. Ah. And there would all the dining room table would be again filled with desserts because um, somebody made, you know, hermit hermit bars, I think they're called, and just different kinds of cookies and things, but the pies are sort of traditional. And so my mom was the number one pie baker in the world. <laughs> And she made the best apple pies and she could have made them blindfolded I'm quite sure oh my goodness and so we had apple pie and pumpkin pie and custard pie because that was my father's favorite 
um, and then just whatever other kind you know everybody had. And so we'd have pie, um, and then you know we'd just hang around. And in the in the interim, in between the meal and then our dessert. Um, oh, I, can I can I back sure, up a little bit? Sure. We had there were over 25 of us, so we had three tables. There was the grown-up table, there was the teenager table, and there was the youngest, you know, the younger children's mm-hmm. table. Mm-hmm. And I was often quite angry because I was stuck at the younger kids' <laughs> table, and I kept waiting. For the for when I would be old enough to join the teenagers' table, because at my table, you had to really guard your food because if you turned away, somebody was apt to put pepper all over. Oh you. no! <laughs> or put salt in your glass of milk or something <laughs> like that. So I mean, like we were kids, yeah. so we acted like little kids. Uh-huh. And um, one of <laughs> So after dinner, we would all get together and we would have skits and we would plan out our skits and we'd probably have like a 15 minute program or something. Usually we were lip syncing to songs that were on the radio. And so we would have our little (laughs) little presentation for the parents and the. I guess the teenagers, they weren't part of our group. So so how many people people were you about? We were probably between 25 and 30. Okay. Wow. Depending on how who else was there because my family there were seven of us, my parents and my four, the five children. Um one of the families had there were um eight of them, there were six children, then we were five and one was four and and my fam my my uncle that moved to California, they were three. So we had a lot of people plus my grandparents plus the assorted other elderly relative who was in town. Okay. So, wow. Yeah. Wow. So, so are you, do you carry on yeah. some of those same traditions? Do you have? Um, yes, we've adapted and we've changed. My husband is from Venezuela. Uh-huh. And of course he didn't grow up with Thanksgiving. And the first time that I, that he was in New England happened to be on Thanksgiving. And um, when they, when they showed, you know, it was at my mom's house and the table was was full of, you know, all of the foods for Thanksgiving. And he was like, whoa, this is wonderful. Oh, I <laughs> so, bet. And then we, we finished eating, they took everything away. And then later when they laid out the table again, full of desserts, my grandmother said, come and have some pie or some dessert. And he said, I don't eat sweets. Oh no. And my grandmother, I think she had never heard of anybody who didn't <laughs> eat sweets. So she about passed out. But anyway, um, he he loves he loves good food, and so uh, we would have continued the tradition anyway because it was mine. But he also loved it, oh. and so over the years, because we haven't always been near. Uh, near family. His family is in Venezuela. Mine is mostly in New England, mm-hmm. although I'm in other states too. Mm-hmm. And so um, we would have our own Thanksgiving meal and we would usually have um, friends who were in the area, which many times, because like when we were in Alabama, our friends were all Latin American. Mm-hmm. Um, so we would have a celebration with them and everybody would bring something. So we would have turkey and ham, which I didn't have ham growing up right. typically, but it is common in many parts of the country. And um, and just whatever 
special side dishes they would prepare. So we had kind of a the same idea of people bringing from what they loved and had yeah. and was special to them. And and so there's some of the things like we don't have jello salads particularly none of us really like them. Uh-huh. So that's sort of gone away but um but we have many of the you know like the 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 turkey of course the stuffing or dressing that, that used to be cooked inside but now is a side dish right. and just some of i make green beans with almonds just i like it better and um you know so we'll have some of the traditional my traditional meals and then we'll have latin american foods and and um this year we're actually we have um a family of Venezuelans that we've known for about 5 years now and um it their extended family is about 8 people so my daughter Lisa and my husband Hector and I um have invited them to come over and then we've also invited mutual friends who live in Alabama a couple to come and I'm not sure that they'll be able to but anyway if hoping that they can so there may there'll be 11 or 13 of us will be a big group and my my uh my friends were here yesterday and and the you know the mom uh said well what can we bring you know and i said well i said i don't make good mashed potatoes but why don't you? i said so you could make some mashed potatoes but she said what what else can we bring and i said you know something if you were having a holiday celebration in venezuela mm-hmm. what would you most want to eat i said i would like to have that oh good so do you know so what we try to be? we try to combine you know people's celebrations into one Yeah. Do you know what she's so, going to bring? I, what Venezuelan treat she's going to bring? I don't know yet. We oh, just had okay. the conversation yesterday. Oh, okay. Knowing them, they'll probably have five different things. Wow. So even with COVID, you're going to have a Thanksgiving dinner. Yes. Um actually, we we are both over 65, so we don't I mean like we basically go to the store. That's it. Mm-hmm. We don't go anywhere. We don't do anything with anybody. We haven't been to a restaurant since February probably. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, I haven't been inside. I haven't gone to any I mean, I haven't done anything really. Yeah. And so, um, and neither do they, but also the 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 mom who is 40, uh, she has um she's being treated for cancer. Oh. And so she needs to be exceptionally careful. So when when they came yesterday, she wore a mask the whole time and we usually are masked we were outside so we weren't but we are usually masked when when we were with her just because she's doing great has a great prognosis but we we know that we have to help keep her safe so right. and there and there are also two older people in their family too so i mean it's like it's just to protect everybody so you're going to be very careful of course yes we'll be exceptionally yeah. careful and the couple that that might come from Venezuela the wife works outside the home but the husband is a university professor and everything of his is online and he doesn't go anywhere she does all the she does food shopping really that's the only place mm-hmm. she goes besides mm-hmm. work so i like everybody has been isolated pretty much yeah well we just yeah. want you to be we just want you to be safe safe and yes, happy absolutely. and that's part of that's part of our thanksgiving i think this year is giving thanks for the people that um 
that we still have with us, you know, and being thankful Mm -hmm. that we're still, we're still healthy. Absolutely. Jean, I'm wondering, I'm wondering if you um, have a Thanksgiving wish that you would like to, maybe, or a Thanksgiving message that you'd like to give our listeners. Wow. Yes. um, I would certainly wish that that each person has a special day, whether it is the fourth Thursday of November or another day um, of your of your tradition or choice, that is a time that you can set aside to be grateful for everything, everything that you have in your life that is good. This year, like you said, Rita, we've we've seen a lot of hurt, we've seen a lot of illness, and I think that um sometimes it gets it's easy to forget that we have so much to be grateful for and um and that has helped me a lot this year is to just think about simple just simple things a good meal good friends talking on the phone to somebody i can't see um so there's just so much to be thankful for despite the restrictions in our lives well, I, I appreciate that thought. I do do believe that gratitude for what we have is going to make the difference for us, that when mm-hmm. we focus on what we have rather than what we don't have, mm-hmm. um, we're able to we're able to fight the fight the sadness that comes with this awful virus that's out there. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds like you have a lot of family to be thankful for. You've got yes. a lot of friends to be thankful for. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful mm-hmm. that you are one of my friends. So, Me too. And I, and, I, and I am very thankful that you were willing to talk to us today to share some of your experiences, some of your, your background, some of your history, some of the Massachusetts history. Um, we've learned a lot from you today and, and I want to thank you. I do have one quick question for you. Okay. Will you be watching the Green Green Bay Packers? I don't know if they're playing on Thanksgiving. Oh, Oh, I thought they all played. What do I know? Oh no, they don't, they don't all play. They don't all play. If the Packers are playing, I will be watching. Um, (laughs) All right, go pack. Go pack. My, you know, what I usually do on Thanksgiving is I, I get up. I'm, I'm like your mom. I start cooking the turkey the night before. Yeah. And, um, and it does smell delicious in the morning. And then yeah. I'm, I'll put the, the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade on. Awesome. I have a little, I have a little TV in my kitchen so I can <laughs> be cooking and I can watch the, watch the Thanksgiving Parade. Um, so, and then, then usually in the afternoon, I'm too busy to watch football, but, and my husband's not much of a, a football person. Uh-huh. The other people, the other people that usually came for Thanksgiving would have it on, but we're not going to have, our, my kids aren't going to be coming for Thanksgiving. We've got my mother-in-law here and everybody's just too afraid to, to bring the COVID to her. So we'll, we'll oh. just have a little, little oh, celebration. Yeah, a little celebration, but we still will celebrate um, the happiness and that we have. Absolutely. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Jeannie, I, I will let you go. I want to thank you again. And maybe on another occasion, you'll be willing to come back and talk to us again. Absolutely. This has been awesome. Thank you. Wonderful. Thanks, Jean. I'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. All right. Bye.
here are a few more questions based on today's Thanksgiving podcast. We'll start with number five. Which food didn't Dr. Angel mention when she talked about Thanksgiving dinner as a child? Was it A, mashed potatoes, B, gelatin salad, C, sweet potatoes, or D, green bean casserole? Number six. What dessert is traditional on Thanksgiving? Is it A, pies, B, cakes, C, ice cream? Number seven. What do I, Rita, watch on Thanksgiving morning while cooking dinner? A, cartoons, B, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, C, football games. Number eight. Is Thanksgiving holiday a A, federal holiday, B, family holiday, C, a day of gratitude, or D, all of the above? The answer to today's questions will be at the end of our podcast. Well, that's a wrap for another Time Out with Rita. But before we close, what did we learn today? We learned that our Thanksgiving holiday started long before the United States was a nation. It started when a group of English settlers that we call pilgrims came onto this foreign land to make it their home. The Native Americans, specifically the Wampanoag tribe, though suspicious and somewhat nervous, welcomed them and helped them learn to live successfully in their new environment. Unfortunately, many of the settlers didn't survive their first year in what was later called Massachusetts. But those who did survive had a celebratory dinner to give thanks to God for their successful crops, their good fortune, their good friends, and their new home. The tradition of a Thanksgiving was carried on, but no fixed date for it was established until Abraham Lincoln declared the fourth Thursday of every November as the day of Thanksgiving. These days, it is very common for Americans to get together on Thanksgiving with their family and friends for a traditional dinner of turkey with stuffing, mashed potatoes and gravy, along with a variety of side dishes, concluding with a pumpkin pie and other sweets. Families new to the United States often combine the traditional Thanksgiving dinner with favorites from their homeland, making Thanksgiving a blend of their home culture with the culture of their new home. All of us associated with this podcast would like to wish you a very happy Thanksgiving 2020. 
We hope that despite the hardships of the COVID-19 pandemic, that your plate is full and your life continues to be rich with the love of friends and family, nearby or distant, present or out of reach, and that you always remember to be thankful for what you have. Thanks to Dr. Jean Angel for being with us today. Oh, but wait, don't forget to stay tuned for the answers to today's questions. So until next time, this is Rita Simon Santiago wishing you a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday. are the answers to today's questions. Number one, Dr. Angel is from Massachusetts. Number two, Massachusetts is one of the original 13 colonies. Number three, Abraham Lincoln was president of the United States in 1863. And number four, Thanksgiving is celebrated each year on the fourth Thursday of November. Number five, sweet potatoes is the food that Dr. Angel did not mention when talking about her Thanksgiving dinner as a child. So number five is sweet potatoes. Number six, pies are the traditional dessert on Thanksgiving. Number seven, Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade is what I usually watch on Thanksgiving morning while I'm cooking. And number eight, the answer is D, all of the above. Thanksgiving is a federal holiday, a family holiday, and a day of gratitude. So the answer is D, all of the above. How did you do? I hope you did well. Well, everybody, I wish you all peace. Talk to you soon. Marina. This is Victor from Caracas, Venezuela. It was so nice to hear your podcast. So interesting in knowing things about Thanksgiving Day. Thank you so much. And I wish you a very nice Thanksgiving Day. Bye-bye for now.